If you are a working mother or mother-to-be who would like to strike a balance between caring for your family and succeeding in business, welcome to Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. Kenneth Chu, the show host brings in a different guest every episode to share how to perfectly balance parenting and work. Today, more than ever, you can choose to live life on your own terms, to craft a future for yourself and your family that is emotionally and financially rewarding. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome, welcome to episode 47 of Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. And I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist. So this is my book here, you guys can see. Okay, so uh, in fact, um, I've been missing um, from the live show for about a month because I'm busy with my with my book launch which was which ended last Friday and it was really really a success and really awesome book launch had a lot of friends business associate mompreneurs and I also invited two mompreneurs that um, I feel that their, their mompreneur story is really really inspiring and um, the guests that came down they were so inspired and they left a very awesome testimonials at uh, towards the end and it was recorded on the video and um, about my book Mother Industrialist uh, in, in my book itself I've interviewed more than two mompreneurs in fact I interviewed uh, 15 mompreneurs that I personally know in the past 10 years and um, I interviewed them and also featured their stories and how they start a business and how what are their struggles and they come from all walks of life and there are 15 mompreneur stories that inside and at the same time, I also share with um, the readers uh, about the three pieces that I have observed in the past 10 years working with mothers, working with mompreneurs, which is passion, purpose, and profit. So this is basically the blueprint of uh, mompreneurship or you can call it entrepreneurship. And last but not least, the last piece, which is parenting. So parenting is the thing that holds these three pieces together and I'm really, really excited. But today is not about me, uh, today is about this really awesome lady that I got connected uh, through a friend. Uh, she's also a mompreneur, she, also, she had uh, appeared on my show and she referred this awesome lady. She's an entrepreneur coach, she's also a mindset and empowerment coach for working women. She's also a mother of two beautiful children. So without further ado, let us welcome Martin. Hi Martin, hi. Hi Kenneth, hi everybody, good evening. Hi there. So thanks for uh, coming on live and really uh, agreed to be interviewed. Uh, I know we have been like planning this for a, a month or so, uh, coming to two months, and finally we, we got you on. And I'm really excited because what we're going to share today is the topic is how to live an abundant life as a mom. I believe that um, you have helped a lot of mothers, a lot of women uh, to achieve the abundant life. But before we can officially kickstart with the show, there's a tradition that every guest gets to post the question of the day out to the audience and also to oh. the next guest. So okay. are you ready with the question of the day uh, posted by the previous guest? Before okay, we can let's see. Start? Okay, so the All question right. of the day uh, posted by the previous guest is What is your greatest challenge and what is your greatest win? Okay, spend some time to think about it. Okay, well, yeah, I yeah. go on to Facebook Live and see if we are connected successfully and if our audio are good to go. 
Okay, then I'll okay. come back to you. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, let me just check. Okay, is it live? Okay, we are live. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, okay good. Okay, can hear you. Okay. I see people coming in, people tuning in. Good. Okay, I still can hear you. Yeah, good. Audio are good to go. So you need some more time or you are you are ready to answer the question of the day? Oh my gosh. So my biggest <laughs> challenge and my biggest win. That's 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 it was kind of long. So I got it right, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's correct. Okay. Gosh. Okay. Um I would say my greatest challenge was picking myself up after losing a lot of well, everything, um, which is what I told you about when we first met, yeah. Kenneth, was yeah. um, about two, two, almost three years ago. Actually, mm -hmm. no, three years ago in wow. 2015. Um, so our lives were really turned around. Mm. I was a successful, like a blogger, um, lifestyle and parenting blogger. And then um, my husband was after eight years, nine years in the company that he was working for, um, they had to force resign a couple of mm. people and he was one of them. Mm -mm. So that affected our lifestyle and I ended up being the sole breadwinner. But here's the thing, I had just given birth that year. Oh, wow. So I had a 10-month-old baby. <laughs> we had to think of somewhere to live because we couldn't afford the the apartment, um, beautiful apartment that we, that we had where my, both my children were brought home and grew up in. And I really, really felt very low, so low that, um, I got big, you know, gained some weight. Mm. Um, the things that normally happen when you lose your self-esteem. Um, I also stopped blogging. I, I didn't know anymore what to what to do or how to face things. My greatest victory was a few months after that, so in 2016, which was when I found a a new shot, a new shot at um, life through entrepreneurship. Mm. Um, so that so that um, basically gave me an opportunity to work with a friend. So she reached out to me without knowing I was depressed, hmm. not knowing that I was um, also looking for, for income. Um, and she introduced me to a, to a business, which I now still, still have. And basically that business, which was a wellness business, helped me to regain my health hmm. and helped me to subsequently help a lot of other women as well to... Wow not just get out of financial straits, but to also have a new mindset about life, about themselves. And it led me to the path of transformational coaching, which I now am doing. Hmm. So I think that would be um, off the top of my head, one of my greatest breakthrough from brokenness, yes. being brought down to being, to having a breakthrough. Wow. So I hope that, yeah, that yeah, was a good that, answer. That is a <laughs> that is a good uh, one of the greatest win I believe that 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 really um, 
makes makes you what uh, makes you do what you want to do today like at a current Absolutely. current moment and also to empower a lot of women like work, especially working women and um now now martin now we can officially kick start with the show so okay. maybe yes so uh so in, in order to start um maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself to the audience because it may be uh, new to you and also uh, maybe they, they can find out more about you so maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself what uh, where are you from uh, what okay. were you doing prior to you starting your own business and currently what are you uh, doing and also moving ahead what will you be um, moving on okay yep. so again hello mm -hmm. to everybody watching I'm Martin Deluna I am a work-at-home mom based in Manila the Philippines so I'm married to Ton um, my first and last love because he was my only boyfriend mm. uh, we have two children Vito and Krista wow. aged eight and three mm. um, and I am a transformational coach I love working in particular with mindset and empowerment mm. and I have a big love for women like me who work from home because I know how hard it is mm -hmm. and I know that we need all the support and help that we can get. I also am a very big advocate of personal development. I believe that as long as we have a empowered mind, we can do anything. We mm -hmm. can accomplish even the most difficult of goals and uh, most challenging obstacles. Mm -hmm. I'm also a, um, I also love to, to draw. To illustrate mm. I have Artists. actually been doing that since I was a young child and it mm. uh, kind of got really into it as a teenager um, I love reading I consume books I even garage sale on books because I buy so much read so much and I take care of them that people also know me to be like a used bookstore mm. <laughs> I um, I also love connecting with people on social media. So I'm a very active Instagrammer. I love Instagram. I love taking pictures here and there. Um, I teach as well. So I have um, online courses right now on branding, on Instagram, wow. and how to develop your platform if you want to be a blogger or a website owner or a small business owner. And what else? Oh, and I'm very much into fitness and eating well. So I love it. Um, I love being able to inspire in all manner of things, depending on what I'm learning. Mm. And um, I love God. I love God, nature, and connecting with the, the outdoors makes me feel alive. So I hope that was a good Yeah, that, that's a good intro. <laughs> so maybe, uh, Martin, you can share with us what were you doing prior to what, uh, whatever that you're currently doing? Like how prior did you start to this? To, yes, prior okay. to Okay, so um, as I mentioned, mm. I've been a blogger. That's how I got into the work-at-home mom mm. and the mompreneurship journey. Mm. So this was back in 2010. My son was less than a year old. Mm. And at that time, I was a preschool assistant teacher. So I'd been in oh, teaching. Okay. That was my um, second hall. job. Before that, I was assisting in a small publishing company. Mm. So I was doing editorial work, oh. um, a lot of um, book editing and so okay. on. And then when I had my son, 
I felt a nudge inside mm. of me saying, um, you have to find something else to do mm. because this baby is going to depend on you, is going to need you. Mm. And I was breastfeeding at the time. So I said, why don't I explore freelancing? Mm. And I remember uh, it was around May of 2010, I started to take on jobs for $5 an article. Mm. So $5, but I felt good because that money, I, I said, I'm making this money, but I don't have to leave my son. So yeah. maybe I can grow the potential mm of having a work at home job and I did um, a little bit later that year I believe it was July or August mm. I wanted so much to work from home that I was looking at Craigslist at the time oh, there were Craigslist. no other things yeah. to look at Not like <laughs> Facebook Craigslist. Yeah. yeah yeah there was no marketplaces because <laughs> this was 2010 people yeah okay so <laughs> I saw what, an ad that doesn't sound very said, long ago <laughs> I know, right? But it's yeah, like ancient like history right yeah. now. So I saw an ad and I said, apply for creative director mm. of a, and they didn't even call it social media marketing <laughs> company, digital marketing company, yeah. online marketing company. Like so I said, director, ad director. And yeah. And I'd never been a creative director, but I said, you know what? Give I'm pretty good at learning things. Mm. I've always been pretty good at learning how to do things. I'm not smart. Like I'm not like, book smart like i'm not a math person but mm. i can learn yeah street smart so the job entailed some sort of uh, brainstorming a lot of writing so i said i can write mm. so i applied and the gentleman said the famous line from that movie the wolf of wall street sell me this pen <laughs> and i had no idea how to sell something why do you need, to, words. Sell, do you need to sell a pen to, like no he said pen. sell me a lipstick so he told me, okay, so to get this job, this is what you have to do. You have to sell me this lipstick. And I basically did it. I don't know how okay. I did it. But wow. I think I, I'm a big believer that God enabled me <laughs> to do that interview to say, okay, say these words. And this is how you sell a lipstick. And I became a very good copywriter oh. because of that job. So that was my first function, a creative director of a copywriting department of a digital marketing marketing company that eventually became a social media company. Oh. So I was with them for three years. And then when I felt like, um, and with that three years, I had ventured into mommy blogging. It became oh. very big in between 2010 and 2013. So mm. I said, why don't I develop this into something? I don't know. Yep. So I started writing a blog. I started to get noticed for writing that blog because I would write about being a work at home mom. Mm. Um, and I, I believe that I found my, I've always been writing. I've been writing since I was 18 essays mm. and, and things like that. But I believe that I found my passion in writing about what I loved because mm. of my blog. And because of that, I started to get invitations to talk. Um, in 2012, I was invited to do a workshop. I had never done a workshop before. But um, my good friend, Ginger Arboleda of Manila Workshops, which is a big, now a big um, event organizing company here, they reached out and said, could you do a workshop for work-at-home moms? So you know me, I said, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do this, but I'll say yes. Yeah. So I said yes. That led to over 20 
work at home mom workshops from 2012 to 2015, mm. including three conferences wow. for work at home moms. Um, so that's how it all started. It started with me saying yes mm. and not really having a clear direction of yes. how, but I've always been led, Kenneth, by what I wanted to mm. have. So I wanted to be a mompreneur, I wanted to be a work at home mom. So God sent signs and opportunities, yep. and I would just say yes. Mm. And I'd learn along the way. Because you, you just so, grab the opportunity uh, that, yeah, that just gave the it to you. And, and I, I guess it's because you, you love what you're doing. And you love writing. You love sharing. And also, uh, you believe that um, you have something to give. And, and just mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Because I do. a lot of mom, they, they don't have the courage. They will feel that, hey, I, I'm, who am I? I'm nobody, mm. I know this skill, no, I do not have that skill. But um, in fact, this is why I believe that everyone, especially a mother, have something to give. Like every mom has a very powerful story. And, mm. and, and, that, and that's the reason why, why I, I wrote my book, Mother Industrialist, and also interviewed moms. And to my surprise, like every mother that I interview, even like, like for you, we, we talk about it, I get to know you, I get to know, like today is episode 47, I've interviewed more than 60 moms you know, in the past one year. So I realized that everybody comes from all walks of life, but with one goal, which is spend more time with their children. Because yeah. in the job, it is almost impossible. It is really rare that you can have a job that allows you to be a full-time mother at the same time unless you are at a certain level which will take years and, and and it's not it's not easy at the same time i would say like being an entrepreneur is not easy but i see like from you for, from you the the enjoyment and also like you're doing what you love because mm -hmm. um whatever that you are doing allows you to spend more time with your children and that was the, the yeah. main priority and I, i'm just curious you were saying that you were teaching right I was. You were, you were teaching. So was that like a full-time job or like a It was. Teacher? It was a regular um, 8 to 6 p.m. job. Um, those are the hours here in my country. So I would, um, it was actually a tutorial school. Mm. So I was assigned to develop programs for um, students who wanted to be tutored in certain subjects. Mm. So it was under a preschool. Oh. But I was tutoring high school students. And I was on top of tutors who were tutoring these mm. students, um, mostly homeschooled. So I got very interested in homeschooling as well. Well, I was homeschooled for my last year of high school, right? Oh, so you, I got you, also you fascinated. You mean yeah. you yourself? You got, oh, okay. I was homeschooled when we moved back here from living in Singapore. Mm. Um, there was one final year, um, year 12, that I had to finish. So year 12... Um, I didn't want to go to school in any of the local schools here. It was just a personal choice because I think I've always been a personal choice kind of person. <laughs> so I said, mom, I want to serve in the youth ministry. So I was, I was in the, the church at the time. Hmm. So I said, I want to serve in the youth ministry, but in order to meet, for me to be able to do that, you know, um, I want to be homeschooled. Hmm. So I was the one who told my mother at 16. <laughs> I so said, I'm very wise. <laughs> yes. So I think I've always had it in me to be a, um, a go-getter mm. type of person, perhaps. Mm -mm. Um, I think it's innate in me. That's why 
maybe when things are opportunities are shown to me, I tend to say, I tend to feel, mm. am I going to say yes to this and learn along the way mm. or not? So I think that that's an important thing. And you know what, Kenneth? Yeah. Motherhood, like you said, moms can take a lot. Yeah. We can because we become moms by surprise. Mm. We're prepared <laughs> for nine months to hold this thing in our bellies. Yeah. But after that, suddenly we're expected to know everything. <laughs> but we actually are wired to learn mm. anything that we want to. Yep. If yep. we choose the result that we want to have. Yep. So, which is that's which is which is true, uh, and and that's what I'm I'm very fascinated by uh, by mothers, uh, especially for those who even strive into um, getting into business, um, because they, they they their endurance level their their desire is so strong, especially mm -hmm. as a mom, and they they can push it push it through uh, regardless whatever that comes because. Uh, especially when, like, like for you, you are very optimistic. Like since young, you are very optimistic. When people throw you any challenge, you just take it. And and I realized that you follow a lot about your gut and also your feelings. Like if you mm -hmm. feel good about it, you just go for it. You don't even mm -hmm. consider like what most people will be considering. Like, am I good enough? Am I able to complete the task? Am I qualified? Am I certified? Am I whatever that is? They feel that they are not. Hello, little one. She just wants to watch. Good. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we have well, a guess. Yeah. I think that um, I think that came with this. Um, I don't know. I I, I I think that I learned it also. Hmm. I think that um, a part of me has always been, you know, if if something if something were to to happen to me and I wasn't brave enough hmm. to like be able to not save myself, but do something to, prov to be a solution for myself, mm. then is that, the kind of, is that the kind of person I want to be for my children? Yeah. Yeah. I you learned that when my husband lost his job and mm. I, I really had to be the one to, to take care of, of things for about yeah. two years. Yeah, yeah. So I learned that um, I, I had a very big respect for like, single income earners for instance mm. because i felt like you know we're there are things that happen to us unexpectedly yeah. like finances can just be cut off like that or um your lifestyle can change drastically overnight yep. and i realized that we all need to develop that resilience right. that gut feeling mm. that gut feeling ability yeah. that if nothing you know if if everything, if you had to start from like ground zero, would you be able to? Yep. Because I, I, it happened to me. I went to ground zero and I didn't know if I'd be able to handle it. Yep. But because when you're a mother, your resources are really your children. Yep. You just look at them. Yep. You just look at them and say, God, I'm going to make this work. Yep. By hook or by crook, I'm yep. going to be an awesome mom for mm -hmm. you. And sometimes you have to also be that for your partner. Like if they need for you to be that for a while, yeah. you just have to decide. And that comes from the gut. Mm, yeah. um, and you're left to be creative and brave 
I don't, I don't think that we can learn bravery and courage and creativity if we have it all, if we've studied it. There's yeah. no amount of study Correct. that can prepare you for the unexpected. Yeah, life, life doesn't come with a manual that, that, that it doesn't. You Motherhood, that. entrepreneurship, for, for you know, all the entrepreneurship books that are out there, you still need a coach or a mentor yeah. to guide you, somebody right. who's been a few steps before you. So, yeah. Yeah, what 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 you say is exactly how I feel, and 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 also what drives me, and what amazes me is um a lot of time, a lot of stories that 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 I heard even like from mompreneurs I interviewed, mm. I realized that what makes them successful is because they were, they went through the adversity, and a lot of them were at rock bottom, and the only way is up, and mm. a lot of time they faced things like their spouse got retrenched and. They used to be a stay-at-home mom and mm. suddenly they need to take up the burden, the financial right. burden that they're having. Like you were saying that suddenly overnight, the finances is all cut off. Yeah. Uh, the resources is all cut off. Uh, the, the things that you used to think, the job that you used to think that it will last you until you retire is no longer there. Mm. And a lot of cases, like like today, I just received a news that um, a, a big, like, like, how should put it? Um, like an organization, like a company, they they suddenly mm. uh, they suddenly fire like ninety percent of the whole um workforce, right. and that was so that was so alarming. And imagine ninety percent. If let's say you have a thousand staff, ninety yeah. percent is oh nine hundred people jobless immediately, which which I would say in Singapore a lot of local parents a lot of locals still do, are not aware or still maybe living in denial that it will not happen to them but it's already mm. happening all around the world right. just that because they are always in in the job in the nine to five nine to five in the red race they are always so narrow they did mm. not know what is happening outside the world and right. when it hit them they have no time like you, you would say like the resilience and whether could they survive that and because the environment has been very like you, you have stayed in Singapore, you should know that we are very well protected, yeah. um, well taken care of. A lot of mm -hmm. things our our environment uh, protect us from it. Mm -hmm. But when it has reached a certain certain limit, it will just mm -hmm. break through, and a lot of a lot of us will be we will not be able to take it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and right, right. and that will cause a lot of people not just losing job, they may lose their family because finances they start pouring, mm. everything comes in, and the worst case scenario is people starting start to commit suicide because they could not handle mm. the thing. Because because when that when it resorts to that, then it means that you've um you've decided that the story is over. Yeah, right. Which is sad, and 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 I I hate it uh, when a parent do that to end their life because they could not and who's who's the one suffering because recent years we have cases like parents committing suicide and also because of the stress because of the right. environment and a lot of stuff and it's not just happening in this part of the world it's happening all around the world just that um over here we don't really hear a lot but we get to see a lot so mm -hmm. so that that's how that's how I feel that um like for you you've been through that that's why you are giving back to a lot of uh, working moms now, and you 
and you you shared that um you are like a, you you are a mindset and empowerment coach for working mm-hmm. uh women uh and yeah. also working moms. What are the challenges that you see that uh working mm. moms are having? Yeah, maybe you can well, share with us. Majority of my of my um coaching clients mm. are working women. So I do I I do coach women who aren't moms yet as well. Mm. So a lot of them are maybe transitioning career or they are exploring a certain path. Um, And when you talk about mindset, you're really talking about a person's primary faculty, Mm. which is, you know, their, their mind, your mind is everything. Your mind will tell you if you need to be brave, you need to buckle up or your mind will tell you, okay, I'm, worth i am enough Mm. i am worth um the life that i deserve that's all in your mind yep and i think one of the biggest challenge that women today um, face is they feel like they're not enough Mm. they feel like uh, maybe and by enough i don't mean qualified or anything like by qualifications Mm. um but a lot of women struggle with feeling that they have to do more or that they can that they have to be more so that's the common thread I would say that I see not just in my clients, mm. but in women all around the world, mm. this, um, this pressure to be somebody perhaps that is not entirely who we are mm. just because we think that will make us happy or fulfilled. Why, where, where does that, that pressure come from? Is it from, parents is it from the spouse mm. is it from the society because i'm, I'm really curious because in this part okay. of the world in singapore we do mm-hmm. have that like like women are striving to be stronger to be mm. uh to be career women to right, really, right. like you like you say to be more to do more uh, to be good it's mm. like there's there's a there's a like a stereotype or like a standard for every woman to be in today's day where yeah. women are more educated now as compared to like my mom's like like why yeah. is that so like why why does the, like my mom she feel very confident of herself she do, she felt that it's enough she's good enough but why mm-hmm. were why does women today they feel that they are not good enough they need to do more to prove them mm-hmm. prove others that they are better or what where does that come from you have any well if i were to be very transparent i think that um you know i've I've gone through and I still admittedly go through that. I have my own coach Mm. that helps me to process things like that. But I believe that I think the sense of not feeling like enough is because we, we compare Mm. ourselves with others and we also judge other people for having, for having more. Um, I'm very, I I know that um, a lot of us struggle with things like, um, envy of yeah. somebody else and you don't even have to be a mom you yeah. can just yeah, think yeah. that the grass is greener on the mm. other side or this person has more money than i have or mm. this person gets to travel more than i <laughs> more than i do and we fail i think to look at the blessings we already have and i know that sounds a bit cheesy and woo woo yeah, but i true. think one of the big issues that not just we as women face but it's it's kind of magnified with us because we feel so mm. many things. We're, we're emotional yeah. mm. beings. It's the lack of, maybe the lack of gratitude. Yeah. 
lack of gratitude that we that we have for ourselves. Yes. It starts with us. Mm. Um, because women, we tend to look outward for approval. And mm. I know I've done this. Um, hello, I was a blogger. <laughs> and I think for me, one of the wrong motives I had as a blogger was just wanting to be noticed. Mm. You want to be noticed. It's a very... I would say, in, in my opinion, a very girly thing. You want mm. to be noticed. You want yeah. to be loved. You want to belong and to be appreciated. And for me, I know for a long time that I rode on that. I fed on the attention that I was getting and that yeah. I got. Um, but when that went to my head and I lost it because mm. I couldn't... When, when, you're, when you're a new mom mm. and uh, you go through a lot of hormones and feelings yeah. and emotions, it affects your work. And at that point, when I couldn't juggle being a blogger, being a freelancer, being a branding consultant, I dropped it all. Yeah. And that's when I realized I was holding on to so many things because I thought that I had to be all of those things. Mm. And I thought I had to please people. Yeah. And I thought I had to be, say yes to everything and everyone. Yeah. And then um, I couldn't. And coming face to face with that is very... I think it's very transformative if we let it be. Yeah. Um, that's why I believe that no woman is beyond breakthrough. I mean, mm. she, can all, she can be so broken. She yeah. can have a nervous breakdown, be so broken. But if you allow her to transform her mind, hold the space for her yeah. so that she can gently go through transformation, change, and be empowered, and she can step up. She can be anything she wants to be. Mm. She can step into what her true identity is and what we yeah. all are, mm -hmm. which is we are abundant. Yep. We're part of this big universe. Right. We're all connected. So if the universe is abundant, if the earth is abundant, then so are we. And that's what I love about mindset and empowerment coaching because you're able to journey with a woman who chooses, mm. yes, I want to step in to the new me, to the next me. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is like which is so so inspiring. Like what you share because uh, you have been through that and mm. you're sharing. And I, I I strongly believe that you have overcome it, and that's why you are you are you are using this um experience, this adversity, this um I would say your downtime really to, to tell that, hey, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. I've been through that. Even I, don't, I have not been through that, I feel you because uh, this is a journey that all of us will walk through, especially when you're lost, when, you, when everything that you have just crumbled down. And like for you, you, you mentioned that when you became a mom, everything is so overwhelming in the society that you just throw mm -hmm. it away, just give up. And, and I see that a lot in a lot of mom pronouns. Like a lot of mompreneurs that I interview, they are, they are, they have very fantastic career. They are like on the management level. They mm. are commanding. Maybe they are having a team of maybe a few hundred people all around the world. But just overnight, because of motherhood, they say, "Hey, this is enough." Okay, I donate all this, and and they just felt that life shouldn't be like that. Like my life, especially as a mom, should not be like that. And that's why mm -hmm. they drop everything. And when they drop everything, they felt that hey, my shoulder is 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 lighter now. 
I can spend more time. I'm happier now. I, when I look at my child, I can see them smile at me. I can see them um, even I, I, I bathe them. I change the diaper for them. I will be like smiling like from side to side. I, I, and and that's, that is what fulfillment is. Yeah. I, I realize that a, a lot of people, not just women, even for men, they are not fulfilled in whatever they are doing. They are just blind, do it, it blinding, just just going through motion and just mm-hmm. getting the paycheck from paycheck to paycheck. And it, that was me. That was yeah, me. That, when that you're a freelancer, a of, mm. <laughs> you 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 do that. You say, okay, I need to make some money here. And sometimes you get fixated on just making the money. Yeah. Forget to have have a life like. I got so wrapped up in, in all of those clients and, and all of those like, you know, working here and there as, as a blogger that I turned to my son and I realized I don't know this boy. Yeah. That broke my, that broke my heart. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until it was all like taken for, and I didn't, nobody took it from me. Mm. I took it from myself yeah. because I had let it get so overwhelming. So I think that it's so true, like what you said. Um, when you look at your child and you let, you let that child be your motivation, mm. but it doesn't end there. Yeah. Your child can't take the step for you. Mm. You have to be motivated yeah. by yourself. That's why I was answering another, on another Facebook group um, earlier this week, who inspires you? And I said, you. You must inspire yourself. It must begin with you, yep. not with a book, right. not with this heroine entrepreneur that you look up to, hmm. not with you know um, something that you some show that you watch. <laughs> you, yeah, you. So how do you inspire yourself? You realize that you nourish yourself with the right nourishment, and by nourishment, I'm talking here. Yeah. If you, if you are around people who um, study functional food, mm. you know, they will tell you that your mental health, that is your primary nutrition, mm. what you put in here. Because what you think about your mindset, that is what will dictate your choices that you make mm. for your body, for yep. your environment. Yep. So here has to be healthy here. What, you, what, what are you putting in here? Right. What is feeding this? Is it um, criticism? Is it like um, negativity? negativity yeah. <laughs> is it talking down to the inner critic? Yeah. Is it rants on Facebook about <laughs> politics and you know um, things that are just being magnified Poison, by yeah. the world? Or is it love? Is it not judging others? Gratitude. Is it giving this person a chance? Is it forgiveness? Because when yeah. you when that is your nourishment then how you present yourself, even right. the way that you carry yourself, you will want to take care of yourself. You will want to take care of your children. Mm. You will want to eat well and be around people who inspire you mm. and who teach you. Yeah. So I think that's so important, Kenneth. We, we tend to focus on the money first, mm. but the money will come when we have taken care of this primary asset here, yeah. the mindset. But I guess this is also very tough because um, 
I believe you 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 do get challenged by by your maybe coaches like when when would when the money come like yeah like you I have all this what when it's like they will keep asking you that mm-hmm. when would I see the money as you say that my mind has to be there my mindset to be there I have to be positive yeah but they will always ask you oh, when yeah it's not about like okay don't get yeah, me wrong no, just no because problem. you want to work on your mindset doesn't mean you're like praying and meditating all day and reading. You have to take action. So there's yeah. a thing that we call manifesting. All right. Manifesting is basically the art of making it happen. A lot of people think manifesting is wishing, like, oh, I wish for more money and more business yeah. and that I'll be a great mompreneur and then it happens. Yeah. No, you Not have to take <laughs> action. <laughs> yeah, so tell yourself, yes, I'm going to be an amazing mompreneur. Mm. I'm going to be a wonderful mother. I'm going to love my children in the way that I have been graced with because Mm. they were given to me. So I do have the gift to raise them. You believe that, then what will you do? Then you will want to take action. Okay. okay, How do I become best mom for my kids? I won't yell. I won't shout when, when they're getting on my, on my nerves, you know, Mm. I will be patient. I will exercise um, gratitude in front of them instead mm. of pointing out another wrong thing. Yeah. That's manifesting. Yeah. Or I'm going, to, I'm going to help them eat their vegetables and you a little bit to more eat. easier today. And I have to be eating those veggies too, right? Yeah. That's, that's manifesting too. It's not all of this big, like, oh, you know, like motivational <laughs> stuff like inspiring stuff just swirling around but it's taking real yeah. concrete steps yeah. you want to manifest business mm-hmm. then um then work mm-hmm. on your business you know work yeah. hard do do the deep work practice like mm-hmm. be when you're it's time for business that's all you do you're not like facebooking you're not <laughs> instagramming you're not seeing oh what's what's that mompreneur doing or how <laughs> you know um What's there to talk about over here? Right? Yeah, you're working yeah. on your business. You're making more calls. Yeah. You're putting more effort into product development. You yeah. know, diving deep. That's part of manifesting too. Mm. So um, mindset is not about just sitting there reading and, and meditating about- <laughs> on books all day. That is daydreaming, I would say. Yeah, it's doing. Yeah, it's you the become, doing, the execution, the yeah. massive action. Yeah. But the the mindset guides that. So the mindset guards you from impatience. Yeah. And as you're putting in the hard work, it guards you from complaining about an employee because you know that that employee is making your business possible. Mm. Right? So that's where the mindset comes in. Yeah. Right? And also, I I would say very much into the mindset is the perspective. Like yeah. most people will get a perspective wrong, not not wrong on the other the other end. Like example, mm-hmm. um, like I have a mentor that that, that shared with me this story. Imagine you are in the restaurant, and you are you ordered a, a bowl of soup, and mm. there's a fly in the soup. What would you do? Like for you, what oh, would you do? Yeah, yeah. So um, there there are two perspective perspectives to that. Yeah, yeah. You would either humiliate the waiter. Mm brought it to you and say yeah. oh my god you know what is this restaurant or yeah. you'd you'd take it out mm. you'd approach a person in charge yeah. and then gently you know recommend maybe you need to have a look at your kitchen mm. 
you know um and all and um and and be be constructive in a proactive way all right because what you would have done there is you would have not humiliated yeah another human being and you would have served yeah a person mm. who was of influence so that they could make the experience better for somebody else in the future all right Right. Yeah. So it's really the perspective. So which is better? Which, but yeah. most of us will just uh, instead of is it reacting? We respond. we would react. Yeah. yeah. So that 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 is something that I've learned. Like every every things that I face, every obstacle that I face, or every challenges that I face, I will have that that mindset, that perspective mm -hmm. of like, okay, what if I do this? What if I do that? Which is a, of a better one, rather than ranting about it, complaining about it, it's not going to solve the problem. How can you yeah. get the problem solved in the best, uh, maybe in the win-win scenario? Who knows that you tell them they will give you another. Okay, this this meal is free. I get that. Yes, I get exactly. it often. Yeah, I get it often. Oh, thank you very much. Because they they have, they are, they are afraid that you might complain after that. Mm. But if you get a good meal. Yeah, I I wouldn't even complain. I will I will yeah, come out, come back. You'd be grateful. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is like the tip top um customer service, which a lot of people do not have that perspective. Yeah, because they feel mm -hmm. entitled. So and and you talk a lot about like coaching and personal development. Like how does it? How has it changed your life? Oh, it it has made all the difference. <laughs> um, because right. So when I before I broke down, remember I was doing it all on my own. Mm. Because um, sometimes we have this complex as women where we think that if we can do it all on our own, mm. then we're okay. We don't need any help. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need anybody to help me. I don't need anybody to, to consult. I got this, you know. But when, all, when your ability to handle it all is taken away from you, mm. you can't see. You're blind. Yep. The blind can't leave the blind. <laughs> so basically... Asking for a coach's help or basically investing in yourself by getting a coach, it's not a sign of weakness. Yeah. It's a sign of strength. You want, it's the proactive mindset. Yeah. You want to work with a mentor, somebody who can chisel you mm. because you want to be a better person. And personal development, the entire category of personal development is all about helping people hmm. not just to perform better but to become better contributors for the planet yeah the human being is wired to give doesn't it feel good when you're able to yeah. give to somebody yeah. doesn't it feel good when you're able to help an old lady like mm. open a door right. or give a chair to somebody who is disabled on the bus mm. it feels good to be able to do those things that's because we are wired yeah. to give and to contribute. So when you develop yourself, you are actually showing a sign of strength that you want to contribute. Because what if my experience could help another person mm. like save her own life? Yeah. A lot of coaches, they become coaches because they had a reckoning or they had a transformation on their own and it was such a breakthrough that they felt compelled to be able to share it with other people on a maybe a professional level. Not all people who go through transformations become coaches, yes. but certainly there are people who undergo it and believe that they are called to the profession. Mm -mm. I've come to believe that 
I am called to lead yeah. women and to guide women. I've been doing it as a blogger, mm. but now I feel like at this point in my life, I'm really doing it as a calling. Mm. So personal development, the people that you see out there writing books, giving talks, doing corporate trainings, doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, I believe that each of those people are doing that because they believe mm. in this ability for the human being to hold space yeah. and serve through encouragement, through empowerment, and through just the understanding that, yes, I'm another human being and I can understand you. Mm -hmm. And I would like to hold the space for you to have your own breakthroughs. Um, that's why I think the personal development niche is also growing worldwide yeah. Yeah. Um, because people love helping people. All right. That's just it. Yeah. And, and I totally resonate with you. Is like, like for me, even until now, even during my book launch, I, I've asked everyone, why would a man write a book about mothers? I did ask that. Yeah. So ev that everyone that, that know me knew that I came out with this book, Mother Industrialist, and everyone asked me, be it men, women, okay, not, not children yet. So basically, anybody that I talked to, shared, they will ask me that question. And for me, I also ask my, myself that question. If it's not calling, what is it? What is it? I could have empowered dads, I could empower men, I could empower anyone. But why mm. is it mother? But for me, like, like I, I, I couldn't even imagine that I've like done 47 episodes and now you're on 47 episodes of, of this live show. I don't get paid. I just feel good every time. I, I'm, I feel good coming back to do the show for the brand new season. Because to me, it's very therapeutic. There was, uh, there was a mom and was asking me that, Kenneth, what is your agenda behind this? I said, mm. if I tell you the truth, you, you may not like it. I said, what? Then she asked me what? I said, in fact, to me, it's to make me feel that, to make me feel good. Because yeah. to, to be able to give, to be able to, because like, like, like hearing from your story, I get inspired, I get empowered. I get all this knowledge and it helped me a lot. Imagine I have, I've learned from 46 uh, mom printers before you with another 15 on my book. That helps me in my, in my entrepreneurship journey because I'm a parent. Mm -hmm. Parenting, entrepreneurship, just really together is, I would say is pretty much the same. Like I always shared, uh, recently I've been sharing like, it takes a village to raise a child. And for a business, you need a, you, you need a team to build a business, a big business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so that's that's where that's where about the calling and everything. I, I can totally resonate with you. Like why are, why out of so many things we do not want to do and we are doing this speaking, coaching. Why are we doing all this? And it's a lot of energy, a lot of time. But I guess it's it's something that 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 trigger empower me and mm -hmm. and every show to me is therapeutic, and every almost every guest and told me that after they they come from my show they feel kind of it's like therapeutic session for me is like I felt so good I felt so light because I guess it's when you share your story and it's genuine and you have overcome it and you're able to face your adversity mm -hmm. and now it became opportunity and it became a strength to empower more people and that's what I believe that mothers is going to be the next economy mover because mother has one I thing that, that, too. that a lot of a lot of maybe men single women will not have is because of that love like like on, on my, my my book launch, uh, I shared this part, and all of them agreed that 
even the MC, the MC is she's a mom of four children, and she said that because I, I quote this example, like a mom when when a mom see another mom having difficulties with the strollers, with the children, children running everywhere, the mother would just walk in front, would hit in front and help her to manage that. Take care of the stroller, take care of the children and stuff like that. Even though you do not know that mom at all. It's that instinct. You it's will innate. go and help. In, yeah, it's in, yeah, in, in, it's like in, you're drawn to, to help. Correct. And you will That's not right. ask for any favor because you know the difficulties, you know the challenges, you know the struggles of another mom because you're a, a mom. Even like for me, Hmm. Uh, okay, this is this is really um. I will cut it short. Uh, that day I I just happened to walk into the restroom. I saw a poor boy. He he was he need to like like pass motion. He need to really hmm. pass motion, and he right. just crap the whole whole of his pants, the, the shorts, hmm. and everything. And he was crying. I was like, "Where's your dad?" He's like, "My dad is outside. They're buying dinner, and I'm I'm so urgent. I come into the toilet. I couldn't take it, and the shit just and he, and he was just like." legs apart and all the shit was just all over him i was like looking around nobody was like there to help him so as a dad i'll just help him and i do not have a son i have a daughter my hero daughter so to me it's it's new thing and then just clear and and i was telling my wife that hey i'm stuck in the toilet because of this boy and to mm. me i just felt that parents do that do have that but i yeah. felt that uh, mothers mothers is unconditional because I I do see yeah. some men that just walk past and left the kid there and I felt so sad. But when for a mother I would say that almost ninety nine point nine percent they will go go straight and help. So that's why I, I believe that the strength, that the love uh, that a mother has for, for the world or for anybody is very powerful and that will move the economy, that will move the yeah. world. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> I think that's um you know, I think what parents have. Mm. What parents have is really the the ability to enlarge their hearts, yeah. not just for their children, but for causes hmm. that they believe in, yeah. and for you know a message that they that they resonate with. Mm-hmm. So I really think that given the the space, if we give give ourselves the space, we can embrace so much more, mm-hmm. like the ability to help. Yeah. to give mm-hmm. to um and like um tony robbins always says i'm sure everyone knows tony robbins right um we are only truly fulfilled if we are growing and we are contributing mm-hmm. that's why the most successful people in the world yeah. are the people who they've grown through their own experiences mm-hmm. and adversities they've let life yeah. teach them and because of that they've been able to contribute. Like look at any great leader. They don't even have to be a motivational speaker, but a leader, Mother Teresa, Hmm. um, um, Oprah, um, all of these people who we know because of the people that they have helped, that they have, you know, talked. Oprah made a living by telling other people's stories, (laughs) right? So I think that contribution is such a big thing a big aspect of why mompreneurs, for instance, um, do what they do. Mm. They want to help. They want to contribute. They want to give meaning and purpose to, to things. And I believe that that is going to grow. That industry is just going to move forward. Um, 
platforms are being created left and right to make it easier like this yeah you know um i love the whole you know you have a facebook platform that you can utilize to put your message out there and help other women Correct. i mean that's amazing kenneth thank you so much for doing that for us yeah i thank for thank thank every mompreneur for contributing and for sharing at the same time yeah yeah and, and it's really awesome and i i believe that time really flies uh almost oh, coming yeah. to the end of the show uh, it's really i i feel that like um, be, even before the show i feel that this show this this interview is going to be really awesome a lot of tons of nuggets and stuff like that and i believe that that, that we we have uh quite quite a quite a few um live audience that is have uh being with us so um maybe martin you can share with us like how can the audience get connected with you and how do they reach out to you if they have any questions about personal development or even entrepreneurship especially for mothers especially for okay. um, uh, working moms all right so i invite you guys to um thank you first of all thank you so much for for listening to to us and i invite you to visit my website i'm at martindeluna.com so that is my website that is where i have my talk about my story i also have my coaching um, services over there you can follow me on my facebook page which is martin de luna coaching mm -hmm. and i do post their inspiration to help motivate you and help you to live a blissful life that you adore and you can follow me as well on instagram so i'm an instagrammer i mm -hmm. i love instagram in fact um I'm on, I'm on there every day sharing something. So you can follow me at Martin DeLuna as well on Instagram. Wow. Thanks a lot for sharing. And I uh, have included uh, Martin's um, website, Instagram, Facebook, uh, link in the description. So you guys can check it out. And uh, last but not least, um, like I mentioned in the beginning, that every guest can post a question of the day out to the next, uh, uh, next guest and also to the audience. So uh, Martin, are you ready with your question of the day? that um, will be posted up to the audience while watching, while yeah. listening, and also to the next guest. So are you ready with your question of the day? I am, okay, I am. give it to us. Okay, my question for the day is, if you were to have a perfect day, what would it look like? Okay, if you have... A... If you were to describe your perfect day, what would it look like? Okay, describe your perfect day. And how, I always love asking that question. How will it look like? How would it look like? Yeah. Okay. How would your perfect day look like? Okay. So the question of the day posted by Martin is um if you would to describe your perfect day, how would it look like? Am I right? Martin? Yeah. Yep, that's okay. right. So this question post is posted out to you guys who are watching, who are listening, especially for those who are coming on live. This question goes to you. Uh, drop your comments. Um, drop your share with us your answer in the comment section, and uh, me and Martin will be very very happy to to uh, to see them and even to reply you. And also at the same time, uh, this question of the day goes out to the next guest. So next guest, do get prepared. Uh, for Martin's question of the day, and last but not least, any last advice for the mothers who are maybe they are sitting on the fence, thinking whether they should mm. pursue entrepreneurship or they should pursue their passion. So why is your last mm -hmm. advice for them, Martin? Um, my last advice would really be um, go with your gut. 
Mm, go with your gut. Um, they say that the gut is your second brain, so it really thinks for you. Mm -hmm. And it's all about um, learning to realize how you, you know, how you would feel. I would say if you are aspiring to be a mompreneur, do this. Imagine yourself as that mompreneur already. Mm. How does it feel? What is she doing? What are you, what is your perfect day like as that mompreneur? If what you see is good enough for you, then it might inspire you to at least take the plunge and start to learn mm. the first step of, of entrepreneurship. So yeah, visualize what it would be like, what your perfect mompreneur day is like. If that's good enough for you, then start exploring your options. Take a course, go to a webinar, read Kenneth's book. Take the <laughs> Thank first you step. very much. Thank you, Martin. Yeah, so that, that is very, very good advice. And especially, I, I like it when you talk about like to, to visualize how is it like because with visualization and also with manifesting, definitely everything is possible like for me i've been visualizing that I'm, I'm an author i'm able to do facebook live connect with a lot of mothers and also um yeah and 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 this is this is something that is very good advice as we for mothers and uh, i also want to thank um those that are coming on live there's lay coming on there's jenica coming on there's jacqueline there's also kimmy there's uh just so thanks for those who are coming on live and and to to really make time to come to watch us um to watch this interview watch this episode and uh, last but not least um kenneth here signing off with martin and thanks thanks martin for tuning uh for coming on live for spending the time and also thanks for those who are watching and listening to our mother industry live show and i shall see you guys in the next episode thank you guys Yay. thank you everyone it was so much fun thank you guys thank, thank you, you martin thank you See you guys in the next episode.